Welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. These podcasts are designed to motivate, educate, and to inspire you to take huge action in your life, to change your life from this moment on. I interview inspiring guests with amazing stories that you can hopefully learn from, relate to, and spur you on to achieve big things. If you want to follow my personal journey and all the different things that we do, please follow me on Instagram, which is Terry underscore Blackburn underscore property. Or on YouTube, my page is Terry Blackburn property. Me, myself, I've been from rags to riches, had nothing. Now I've built multiple businesses in over millions of pounds. I have a multi-million pounds portfolio of property up in the northeast of England. I am by no means done yet. So please get in touch if you love the show. If you have any feedback for me, I'd really appreciate that. And I'm happy to help as many people as I possibly can. That's what this show is all about. So enjoy the episode. Take care, have a fantastic day, and don't just take notes, take action. Just before the podcast starts, I just wanted to let you know I've released a book on Amazon called Be a Lion. So Be a Lion is about how to dominate and how to be successful in every part of your life. The four main parts of your life being your business or your career, your property, empire, your property business, uh, your health and fitness, and your relationships. Now, if you can be more successful in those four areas, business, property, health and fitness and relationships, I'd imagine your life's going to be quite a bit better. It's not one or the other. It's not sacrificing your health and fitness in order to be successful at work. And it's not being really, really wealthy, you know, at the expense of your, your relationship. You can be happy, successful content in every single part of your life. And the book does explain how I do that and how I believe you could replicate what I've done and just be a little bit better in each part of your life. So it's on Amazon, be a line. It's 15 quid, cost of a Domino's pizza. I'm sure everyone listening to this can afford 15 quid and it might just change you and it might just make you a little bit better in each part of your life. So pop on Amazon, grab it. That'll be massively appreciated and enjoy this podcast. Have a fantastic day. Hi, and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. So today's episode is something that I'm really passionate about and something that I honestly believe is a bit of a lost art. Um, I think in the day and age that we live in right now, people don't want to make telephone calls. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you, um, you know, I've been in sales pretty much my whole life. Um, and I'll tell you how I've perfected the telephone. Um, how, how I speak on the telephone, how to persuade people on the telephone, how to speak to people properly on the telephone, how to have a good tone of voice, how to be assertive, how to persuade, how to be professional. You know, there is method behind all of this. It's not just luck that, you know, I'll ring somebody or I'll ring 10 referrals, for example, in my life insurance business and I'll close more than more, more than most isn't luck it is down to if it's a telephone sales process it's down to your mainly your voice and your skill on the phone and this this sort of transfers into any part of your business it transfers into negotiating a property deal it transfers into persuading your partner to do something or your friends to go to a certain bar or whatever telephone skills are so important communicating is one of the most important skills of life right you're not going to get anywhere if you don't speak to people um so i want to share my knowledge and my expertise i feel in this area of telephone 
calls um, and, and how you can really impact more people and have a bigger impact on your own business, life, property, career, whatever, uh, by getting better on the telephone. So some key points here. Um, visualize this. Last time you were ran by somebody like, I don't know, BT or Sky or somebody like that, and they answer the phone and it's like, hello, is that Mr. Blackburn? Hi, Mr. Blackburn. Straight away, what do you what do you pick up when someone's got that monotone, that low, dull tone? Instantly, you paint a picture in your mind of what that person looks like, don't you? Instantly. Because I've spoke like this, you thought I'm boring, I'm old, I'm <laughs> overweight, I hate my job. I'm grumpy, I'm miserable. Instantly, you paint that picture, right? On the flip side of that, someone rings you up and says, Hi, is that Terry? Hi, Terry. My name's in the straight in. What have I done? The only thing I've done there is my tone of voice. The only thing I've done is my tone of voice. It's how clean I say the words, it's, it's how enthusiastic I, I sound enthusiastic straight away. And who wants to deal with? the grumpy old man or old woman compared to the enthusiastic guy or girl who loves the job. Like, pretty much everybody would rather deal with a happy person than a grumpy person, right? So when you ring that estate agent and you present your offer, you're like, hi, is that um, Barbara? Hi, Barbara. I'm just ringing about the property on such and such a street. Yeah, I would like to make an offer. That is, no, honestly, they will not... They will they will prioritize the happy, enthusiastic offer more than the person who's grumpy and who sounds terrible on the phone. They just will, because it's human nature for people to warm to happy people. Think about it. Think about the people who you like the most are the grumpy or the or the or the happy generally. Generally happier because people like to be around people who are also happy, enthusiastic, full of energy, the funny, the whatever they may be, right? People like to be around that. And and I know I'm making sense because I've been in sales a hell of a long time and we've trial and error, we've test and measured pretty much all different ways to speak to people on the telephone. And, and, and this is the best way. Tone of voice is everything. Okay, so getting your words out cleanly crisp you know not speaking too quick because if you speak too quick people won't understand what you're saying right likewise if you speak too slow people are gonna think people are gonna think this guy's what was he doing like he's far you know if that person speaks quite quickly and you're really slow they're gonna think like you're too out you're on different wavelengths right you're out of sync the person who speaks quickly is going to be thinking oh yo man what is this person he's taking too long Likewise, if you're speaking really quickly like this and the person's quite slow, then they're, they're going to be thinking, oh, my God, slow down. I, I, can't, I can't even hear this person. I can't, I can't take in what he's saying because he's speaking too quickly. So you need to adapt and you need to be a bit like a chameleon and speak at a similar pace to the person that you're speaking to. Good tone of voice. Little tip. Stand up when you're making your phone calls. Don't sit down. If you're sitting at a desk, if you're sitting at a desk, generally your tone of voice goes down. Generally, you are a little bit slower. I mean, th think of this. So have you ever rang your friend or your friends rang you and 
You've said, are you ill? Or are you still in bed? Or are you lying down? Why did you say that? You said that because it sounds like they are, right? So it sounds like someone's sitting down sometimes if they haven't got a good tone of voice. Whereas if you stand up, there's a phrase, think quicker on your feet, which is completely right. That's why you see people in call centers on the movies and things pacing. I generally, when I'm on the phone, the majority of the time I'm on my feet and I'm pacing back and forward, back and forward. I've just bought a stand-up desk that you can move up and down. So sometimes I'll sit down, but majority of the time I'll stand up and work because I'm just better on my feet. I don't want to get lazy. I don't want to put weight on by sitting on my arse all day anyway. So, so stand up when you're making your phone calls. It will change your voice and you'll think quicker. And if you get an objection, we'll come on to objections, but if you get an objection, you will be able to deal with that objection a little bit quicker. So I suppose we'll do the objection part now. So for example, uh, you presented an offer to an estate agent for a property. And I've said, oh, you know, he's not going to take that. There's just no way. Some of you might just say, oh, well, you know, um, what would he take then? If you said, oh, well, I want to offer 80. Oh, there's no way he'll take 80. But what will he take then? Um, well, it's got to be at least 100. You've lost that negotiation there because she's just put the number on it that you now have to go to. Whereas if she said to you, you know, you've presented it in a good way and you've presented it properly and you give rationale as to why you've presented it that way. You know, you said, I'm offering this because of this reason, that reason, the comps in the area, it needs this work and blah, blah, blah. And then she said to you, oh, no, he's going to take 100. The best thing you can do to that is you welcome your objection. You say, okay, thanks for that. I do understand what you're saying. And the reason why you say I do understand what you're saying is that's, that's welcoming the objection, but it's almost empathizing with that and, and agreeing with that, which is not expecting you to do. She's expecting you to go back and say, oh, no, but it's not worth 80. You say, I understand what you're saying. I understand why you would say that. I know the market's really hot at the moment as well. I do understand that. But I've done this a long time and I've looked at the comparables. It literally needs 30 grand's worth of work spent on it. Potentially coming into a recession. This, this, and this, and this. See what I've, I've lowered my tone of voice as well and came across a little bit softer. So I'm not pushing back. I'm agreeing with that. Softly, softly approach. But I would really appreciate it if you could still go back with my offer. He has my proof of funds. He has my ID and address proof. He has my solicitor's details. If you could go back and present the offer to the client, please, I'd really appreciate that. And let's see what they say. If I've done that, she's still presenting 80, right? If I let her win, I'm now, I've got to go for 100 if I want that properly. You see what I mean? So an objection isn't a definite no. You've got to, you've got to understand that. I just look at objections as, you know, you need to work a little bit harder to close that deal. And you can relate, you can relate that to all different types of business and all different types of sales, whether you're selling water bottles, laptops, or um, in life insurance. That's just what I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at my water bottle and my laptop. But whatever you're selling, right, it, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it, a lot of these principles will apply to all of it. So a few other things I'd like to point out with, with telephone calls, which I think are really important. I do think it's a dying art. And I do think in this day and age, people hide behind the telephone. If you ask someone to do a cold call, right, out of 100 people, I would probably say 90 
eight of those people wouldn't make the call. If you said cold, cold. So if you said, right, ring that landlord there. There's his number. He's got 20 properties. Ring him up and pitch him to buy his properties. Most people would bottle it. They just would, right? Whether it's life insurance, laptops, whatever, they would just bottle the cold, cold. It's a dying art. And I think the reason for that is people hide behind text messages, they hide behind emails, they hide behind Facebook Messenger. If you show me, I mean, there might be the odd one, but it's, I think it's very, very minimal. Show me a good deal that has been done solely over text message. I don't think they, there will be some, don't get us wrong, but I think it's very, very few and far between. Majority, 90, 95% of deals are done over the telephone or in person, right? Because at some point, if you're negotiating a deal, they're going to want to speak to somebody, aren't they? Um, that's just what I believe. And I think you need to get good at the telephone. Just embrace it. And just think, you know what? If they say no, who cares? Pick up the phone. Just pick up the phone. Because if you don't ask, you're definitely not going to get. So if you don't ask, the answer is always going to be no. But if you do ring, the answer might still be no, but it might actually be yes. But unless you make the call, you're never, ever going to know. So if you've got someone in your phone right now, you're thinking, you know, should I ring that person? You've been putting it off for a little bit. Just ring them. Because you know what? You've got nothing to lose. If he says no, you're still in the same place you are right now. If he says yes, you're in a better place. Don't hide behind the telephone. Don't send messages. I mean, how many times have you had a message, right? A text message that you've just ignored or an email even more so. How many emails have you had that you've missed or just ignored? I'll reply to it later and then you forget. It happens, but if you get them on the telephone, you can talk them through what you're trying to sell them or what you're trying to do. And yes, you'll still get objections, but you've got a better chance of overcoming the objection by getting them on the telephone. So I think that's really important to point out. Put yourself out there more and you're going to achieve more, right? Simple as that. Other key points on the telephone, I think, is be polite. You know, please and thank you go a long way. Really do. And that's such a simple and obvious point. But some people don't say it. So if you ring the estate agent, oh, hi, is that such and such? Uh, hi, yeah, how are you doing today? Great, I'm really good. And then she'll say, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. I'm really good. Thank you for asking. Just, just that little 10-second intro, right, will buy you the next minute. It will gain trust. It, she will start to like you. He or she will start to like you just by being polite. Because, again, people don't want to deal with miserable people, and there's enough of them out there, let's be honest. And if there's 10 people going for the property that you want, um, there's nine others, you, you know, you're the 10, right? If you're the, if you've got the, the best tone of voice and you're the nicest to the estate agent and three of the 10 offers are exactly the same, who are they going to lean towards more? Like this could be the difference between getting the best property deal you've ever got and, and missing out on it just based on your tone of voice. Now, Yes, that's an extreme, but but it does happen. I've 100% got property deals before and got done business deals before when other people could offer the same as me, but they liked me more. Honestly, I, I, I really believe that they just like me more. I do believe I'm like, well, there's not many people that don't like us. Um, I do seem to get on with everybody because, 
you know, whether it's in person or over the telephone, I, I speak to people with respect. I'm polite and professional. Um, you know, I can talk about pretty much anything. I can find a common ground. Um, and you have to be like that. Like people, people buy off people. That phrase is completely right. Um, and in to add to that, people buy off people that they like, and people sell to people who they like as well. Okay, so it's a really, really important point. Just being polite, friendly, asking people how they are, complimenting them, finding a common ground. I touched on there as well. So, for example, if you're ringing ABC estate agent, you're ringing ABC estate agent uh, looking for this property, um, inquiring about a particular property. When you bring them up, you oh, how are you guys? You know, have a bit of chat, general chit chat, which is fine. Try and warm them up. Talk to them about where they are, where they're based, how long they've been doing it, how long has the person on the other end of the phone been doing it. Um, talk about other stock that they've got. If you've bought through them before, tell them because that adds credibility. Just finding a common ground. You know, if they've got, I don't know, if they've got a property in the market for two mil, to, hey, I've seen that property. You've got that big mansion you've got. Beautiful, that isn't it? Oh wow, have you had much interest in it? Is there much of an appetite for stuff like that? All right, okay. Just talking about something, right? You know, think about it like this. So th let's say if you didn't have any rapport with a client, you didn't find a common ground, you ring the estate agent up. Oh hi, um, I'm ringing about the property on such and such a street. Yeah, what's it? What's it on for? Has there been much interest? I'm too. I'm being too direct there. It's important to be direct. And I believe I'm, I'm quite direct in, in life in general. But there's no nothing wrong with warming them up first before you go in with the directness. Um, and I think it really does benefit your ability to persuade them to do what you want to do. Um, it really does. So so find a common ground, bit of a chit chat, not too much because they're going to like, from me's getting annoyed, if they're really, really busy and you're rabbiting on about the football and, Britain's got talent or whatever, you know, they're going <coughs> to, excuse me, they're going to think, who is this guy? He's doing my head. I'm going to get him off the board. Next time you ring, they won't answer. So there's a, there's a line, but you just, you know, this is basic communication skills. It's basic persuasion skills. Um, and, and, and honestly, this is, this is transferable to nearly every part of your life. Um, be professional. So how you relate that to business and property, property, you would, you know, once you make your offer, you, you articulate your offer in such a way and you explain your offer. It's not just like, what's the vendor going to take? You'll take 80, probably take 80 grand, right? Well, offer step. You know, you, you've got to ask, haven't you? I like getting a deal. That, that's honestly, that's, that's, that's not the way to, to, to work these people. I, I honestly don't think it is. I think you're far better articulating you offer in a professional manner. So for example, the reason why I'm offering this is because of the comparables in the area. It's because of this. And it's not just saying the comparables, it's this property sold last year on right move. Says on there for 73. This one is two streets away so far, 81. And the reason why I'm offering 85 and this one is this, this, and this. And he's this work, I've already priced it up. You know, I am a developer or I am an investor. I've been doing this a long time. I priced the work up and it's going to need damp windows, bathroom, kitchen, paint, plaster, floor, and et cetera. That's going to come to about 25,000. Know, as you know, it needs quite a lot of work. So based on that, um, my offer is going to be this. 
what I'm going to do is I've already got my decision in principle from the mortgage lender. So I'm going to send you that. I'm going to send you proof of ID, proof of address. I'm going to send you my proof of funds. And I'm also going to send you my, my solicitor's details, just so you've got absolutely everything. Um, and yeah, if you could present that to the vendor, I'd be really, I'd really appreciate it. Um, and hopefully we can we can get a deal. Would that be okay? Thank you so much. Um, good luck. Hopefully, I get a nice phone call in a few minutes. Uh, getting get, getting this property secured, something like that, right? I'm just saying that off the cuff. It's slightly different every time, but you know, they. I sound professional. I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I've showed them the proof of funds so they know that I'm credible. I'm not just trying to blag them because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of blaggers, as we all know, in property. Um, you will get more deals by positioning your offer in that professional, polite, persuasive manner um, than just giving a basic offer. You really, really will. So, so that's one example of how you can really do that. Things in business, I mean, there's loads. It depends on the type of business that you're in, but... Uh, standing up, good tone of voice, watch your pace, watch your tone, be assertive, be assumptive. Don't hide behind the telephone. Don't send people messages and emails. And honestly, I just don't believe in that. Yes, I obviously send emails, everybody does. And yes, I send texts and WhatsApps. But if it's something that's worth, that needs negotiating or it's a big deal, you know, are you trying to reach out to somebody or you know, you, you know, you're trying to close something, you're trying to pitch somebody an idea, a concept, a business proposal, an angel investment, whatever. Just don't be doing it over the text or, or, or emails or Facebook messenger. I, just, I don't think you can have as much impact. Be polite, be professional, find a common ground, be persuasive. When you get an objection, remember to welcome it, empathize, and then deal with it. Understand what you're saying. No problem. I understand why you're saying that as well. But what I found is this. Bang. Welcome it. Empathize. Close. Um, yeah, and I, I just think sort of to, to summarize all of that, just don't put it off. Do not put off that telephone call. Make that telephone call that you've been making, meaning to make. Just make it. Because if you don't ask, you don't get. And if you don't ring, the answer is definitely no. It's definitely no, because you're not even going to ask yet to try and close the question or try and close the deal. So have that in mind. Um, remember to take lots of action off the back of this call. When I've been saying, you know, make that call, somebody's probably just popped into your head. It might be a customer, a client, a friend, an investor, a landlord. Make the call. Once you've made the call, if you have any results, please reach out to us and let us know. Um, on Instagram. Um, I'd love to see some success off the back of this. If you like this style solo podcast, sharing sort of sales advice, uh, I'll do some more of these, but please let us know and have a fantastic day and look after yourself. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Just before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you could pop on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. The more reviews we get, the more attention the podcast gets. And then it enables me to get even better guests and give even more inspiration and even more motivation to you guys. So I'd really appreciate it if you popped onto Apple Podcasts, left us a review, shared the podcast with your friends and family, um, plenty on social media to try and grow the podcast, which enables me to inspire you guys even more. Thank you so much.
I'm really, really grateful. I really appreciate it and have a fantastic day.